Yeah, hey, very dudes, good. our championship-winning Mariners went down last night against Adelaide. There's a couple mm. of reasons for the loss, in my opinion, but let's go to the expert. Mariners legend is on the line, Adam Kwasnick. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, good morning, guys. Two weeks in a row you've had me on. Something must be going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm loving it. Quas, uh, I said there's a couple of reasons for the loss last night, and you can tell us exactly why. I dare say you're going to say a couple of players going down in the first half. Yeah, look, I, I don't think the scoreline was a fair reflection of, of the actual game itself. I thought it was an entertaining game, but 3-0 was a bit flattering to Adelaide. And obviously you mentioned you know, those injuries to, to Caltech and Kowal, and not to mention the send-off um, in the second half to Farrell. Um, so there was a, a couple of factors there. That being said, look, Adelaide were great value. I thought, you know, they, they put it to, you know, the, the current champions on a number of occasions and they got rewarded in the end. Um, I thought it was a great game overall and, um, you know, there's plenty of upside to both these teams moving forward. Cause we know how challenging it is to go back-to-back when it comes to championships um, and some massive changes at the Mariners uh, throughout the off-season. Obviously, the coach being... Uh, one of those, uh, but the, the loss of numerous players um, certainly adds to, you know, a testing time for the Mariners in terms of, uh, for season 2023-24. Yeah, most definitely, Butch. I think it's seven of that championship winning uh, starting 11 have sort of gone gone mm. elsewhere, um, predominantly overseas, and you mentioned the manager, uh, Nick Montgomery, as well. So, there, you know, there's a high turnover, but that's the model that the, the Mariners, um, you know, the club base themselves on. So I guess we as fans, we just have to, you know, get on with it pretty quickly. Look, I, I still think there's a lot of quality within the squad and obviously Alou Kowal coming back, uh, I think that's a big in. And uh, Brian Caltech, he's obviously second year in professional football. He, he's, you know, a mainstay at the back. But uh, there's a few youngsters coming through as well. And um, as I said, there's a lot of upside moving forward. Um, last night was a... A bit of a hiccup, albeit the first game of the season, uh, but there's a lot to like about the Central Coast Mariners moving forward. So, Butte, uh, just to recap, so Ben Halloran scores in the 38th minute. That came yep. after a sustained period of pressure. Clough from the penalty spot, so pretty sloppy. I think it was Wenzel Halls who brought down one of their attacking players on the left edge. Nick Ansel in the 80th minute with a third goal, and you know, all three of them. Well, I think when Caltech went off, I'd love to hear what Quaz says in a moment, but when Kaltak went off, I mean, he was a colossus last Actually, season, yeah. and he's virtually irreplaceable for this Mariners lineup. Butes. Yeah, uh, and again, I just want to touch on cause what you're talking about there in terms of, you know, the model that the Mariners use. Um, it must be tough for fans to realise that you know that window of success is probably going to be limited and, and short-lived because of the fact that you know seven out of eleven players—that's a, a big loss for any team. Uh, and, and then to back that up and, and the uncertainty of what's going to happen this year, you lose your uh, manager who's done such a great job with the club over you know, the last five, six years, and in particular with the academy kids that have come through. Um, because we don't get to see these you know, Mariners players who have gone overseas. You don't, you know, I'm sure the diehards do look at those players, but you know, they don't get to see them on a week-to-week basis. No, look... In all, in all honesty, you know, you, you pay the price for being successful um, in this fo- football competition in Australia. That's, you know, mm. and, and the Mariners, um, you know, if a, if a player gets an opportunity with the Central Coast Mariners and has a, a breakout season, um, there's obviously a lot of eyes on the league, a lot of scouts. 
um, and they're looking to, to, to poach those players. And, and the Mariners, that's what they're all about, you know, is is selling players, are selling youngsters, and giving them an opportunity on the on the biggest stage, which is obviously European football. Um, it, it, it's unfortunate. Yes, it is frustrating as a as a Mariners fan, and you you want that success to. Um, you know, to, to last longer. Uh, but I guess for a small club like the Central Coast Mariners, it's it's what they have to do to to survive. And um, you know, I think seven players is a is a bit bit too much. But if you could lose two or three players a year, I think that's you know uh, there's still an opportunity to have success. But seven is a lot. And um, you know, the new manager Mark Jackson has got a lot of work to do um, moving forward. Hey Quaz, can you analyse the performance of some of the new players and? Early in the match, we had a chance to go ahead virtually straight after the uh, starting whistle down in Adelaide. Yeah, look, well, for me, you know, Torres was a standout. Uh, there's there's so much to like about his game, and he's so direct. And, you know, that left foot, it, it, it's a wand. And uh, once he gets his radar in, uh, he, you know, he's going to score goals. He's going to, you know, create plenty of opportunities as well. Uh, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not happy that Kowal got injured so early, but I... I I'm sensing an opportunity for Wenzel Hall. So, you know, we, we know that he can score goals. He also did so at Western United. I think there's an opportunity for him to lead the line, um, depending on how bad Kowal's uh, in, in injury is. But, um, yeah, look, I, I think the depth will be tested. Uh, but, you know, Torres, uh, Tulio, well, what a player he is. Um, there's so much attacking stocks for the Central Coast Mariners. I have no doubt they're going to score plenty of goals this season. Was uh, cause we saw uh, uh, in international football the Australians take on England uh, going down one nil uh, last week. This week uh, they took on New Zealand with a two nil win. Uh, Suter and Irvine scoring for Australia. A good performance from the boys. Yeah, most definitely. And I think you know Graham Arnold's in a period now. I think there's the first World Cup qualifier. Um, you know next month in in Melbourne against Bangladesh, but. I think the previous, uh, you know, window uh, of friendlies, they played Mexico and obviously England and, and New Zealand. I think there's been an opportunity for for Graham Arnold to, uh, you know, expand his depth in the squad and, and give players a look in and see if they can handle international football. And I think, you know, there's some players there that have done that, which is good for Australian football because moving forward, uh, there's so many World Cup qualifiers coming up and every player is going to be... You know, have to be used at at, at some uh, some stage. So, uh, well done to Graham Arnold for expanding that that depth in the squad. Um, and you know, another good performance from the Socceroos um, against our arch rivals, New Zealand. And we saw one of the former Mariners, Lewis Miller, get his uh, opportunity, which is great to see. Yeah, fantastic for him. And you know, you you, you know, I mentioned expanding that that depth within the squad. Uh, he's one of those players, and I think. So Cuddy as well, the central defender, I thought he was a standout um, up against New Zealand. Look, there's a lot to like uh, moving forward for the Socceroos. Um, and as I said, next month it all starts uh, for you know 2026 for the World Cup uh, up against Bangladesh in, in Melbourne. Yeah, Quaz, last week we spoke at length about the Socceroos versus England at Wembley for the first time ever. And then we see England defeat Italy this week 3-1. Harry Kane with a double. One of those from the penalty spot. And then Marcus Rashford as well. Your thoughts about England? A fantastic win against one of their arch rivals. Yeah, I didn't catch the game, Steve. But I'll tell you this. I've, my brother-in-law is a massive English fan. And for many, many years, I keep telling him, this is the window for the English team to, to win a big trophy, mm. whether it's a Euros or whether it's a World Cup. Now, they've fallen short 
on a number of occasions. But he's messaged me after that game against Italy and he said, this is a great opportunity for us to win a trophy. And it's great to see that the English fans are not criticising their team. They're actually jumping on board. And, and I totally agree. This is an opportunity for England over the next couple of years. Uh, there's Euros next year. There's the 2026 World Cup. I think they're going to have, have their hands on one of those big trophies. It was late last night I sent a message to the Mariners media guy, Will, hoping to get Emily Husband on the show. So our team back in the competition in the A-League W, and they get their first win last night against Adelaide 2-1. Fantastic. 17 shots to 11. 9-4 were shots on target in favour of the Mariners. And two goals. Tara and King in the 43rd minute. Wira Gamula in the 55th for a 2-1 win. Ella Rose Tonkin scoring in the 68th minute. So fantastic for the Central Coast women in just the second round of the competition. Yeah, obviously their first win since 2009, I think it was, Steve-O. It was, uh, it was a good performance. I watched a large part of that game. It was obviously the lead-up game to, to the men's one. And, um, look, there was a lot to like. And Emily Husband has done you know, a lot of work, not only... Uh, during the week, but obviously in the lead-up to the season on, on making sure that her teams were organised. And I thought we saw that last night. They went 2-0 up. They started to get a little bit wary towards the end of the game. And obviously Adelaide got one back and they were on the front foot. But uh, the Central Coast Mariners held on. And um, again, onwards and upwards for the Central Coast Mariners. Because uh, when you talk about the women's game and we saw the, the success of uh, the Matildas at the World Cup and you know how the, the nation got behind them, uh, how do you see the standard of the women's game at the moment? And um, obviously, on the back of what happened at the World Cup, uh, I dare say it's only going to uh, improve and get stronger uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah, I agree with you, Butch. I think it has grown and it has gotten stronger. Look, the standard of play, uh, the speed of play has definitely improved in, in my eyes. Um, I, you know... I, I loved watching the World Cup games. I had the opportunity to, to attend a couple as well. And, um, yeah, the Matildas have laid a fantastic foundation for, for women's football moving forward in this country. And, look, I guess we're probably a little bit behind the likes of, you know, England and the US. Uh, obviously, they've, you know, put a lot of foundations in place over many, many years. But if we can get to that, uh, women's, women's football in this country will just explode and, Hopefully, you know, like we saw last week, I think 5,500 people at Central Coast Stadium supporting their local team. You know, hopefully that can double and it can rival the men's. Yeah, Quaz, superb job this morning. Uh, Back-to-back appearances on the show. Well done, mate. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy your weekend. Thanks, guys. Take care.